Hi, I'm Simon Theakston, and welcome to the 2021 Theakston's Old Peculiar Crime Novel of the Year. The way the global obsession with the crime genre continues to grow year on year is simply astonishing, and this year's long list proves the remarkable talent on offer in crime writing from legends of the craft to eager-eyed newcomers. The short list is already too close to call, so we encourage everyone to get voting. A hearty toast of Old Peculiar to all our long-listed authors for this coveted award, and we look forward to what we know will be a fiercely fought competition. In the meantime, I'm going to have a glass of Old Peculiar, because they say an Old Peculiar and a crime novel go very well together. I'll tell you why if you come to the festival in July. Good health. Hello, I'm Joe Haddow, and this is our series of interviews with the Theakston's Old Peculiar Crime Novel of the Year Award Long List Seas, produced and curated by Harrogate International Festivals in partnership with title sponsor Theakston's Old Peculiar. And today I'm joined by the award-winning author of many books, including the Ruth Galloway crime series. It's Ellie Griffiths. Hello. Hello. Lovely to be here. It's so lovely to be here. And just before we started our chat, uh, we were commenting uh, upon each other's microphones. I am a big fan of your Madonna mic there. Do you know, I don't normally use it, but I'm surprised by the sort of Madonna vibes I'm getting <laughs> from it. So uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a convert. <laughs> have you got, you've got a bit of Madonna in your head now, just getting the moves? And <laughs> I think I have. And actually, I share a birthday with Madonna and with Mae West. Well, wow. (laughs) (laughs) What a day. I know, what a day. What a day to be born. Uh, And how have you been over this last year? Have you been writing? Have you been reading? Have you been well? All the questions. Well, you know, I I have been well and and I feel very lucky, you know, and I know so many people have had such a terrible time, but really I'm speaking to you from a a shed at the top of my garden um, and I've just been able to come up here every day and write, you know, so I I have been really lucky. But of course, really missing uh, going to festivals, especially the Thingston's Old Peculiar Crime Writing Festival, Um, you know, just really missed that and seeing my friends and just chatting about books. So, yes, it's been great and I've got quite a lot of writing done, but now... Now I'm ready to escape. <laughs> yes. And lots of writers and indeed people who work from home will be looking at this if they're watching online and thinking, oh, I do like Ellie's chair. That's a proper, that's a proper support your back chair, that, isn't it? It, it is a good chair. And I did an event with, with um, uh, another crime writer and we had the same chair. Chris <laughs> Brookmeyer, sorry, his name attacked my head. Sorry, Chris. Chris, and we, we, were, we were sort of doing the whole Bond villain thing, swirling. Our, it's just Ikea, but it's very, very nice, I have to say. <laughs> yes, it doesn't come with cats, though, does it? That's a shame. I, I do normally have a cat with me, but he's gone <laughs> off in a half. So, yeah, normally I do have a cat. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, congratulations on, on being long-listed. Um, the book that has been long-listed is The Lantern Men. And um, at the beginning of the book, we find Dr Ruth Galloway starting a new chapter of her life. Perhaps you could just set the scene for us. Oh, thank you. And I'm absolutely delighted. It's so exciting. Yes. So this is the 12th book in the Dr. Ruth Galloway series. And as you said, uh, it starts with Ruth in a different place. She's not in Norfolk. She's uh, She's got a new home, a new job, a new partner. But it's not long. I think it's probably chapter two before the dark <laughs> shape of DCI Nelson appears. And um, he tells her about a, a murderer, um, 
Ivor Marsh, who's killed two women, but has probably killed more. And up till now, he's refused to say where they're buried. Um, but now he says he will tell Nelson if Ruth does the excavation. And Ivor Marsh was part of a sort of shadowy group of artists called the Lantern Men, which is based on a real, if legends can be real, a real legend about these mysterious figures that you see on marshland at night, carrying these sort of wavering lanterns, but you mustn't follow them, obviously they lead to your doom so is Ivor Marsh the lantern man who's leading Ruth to her doom <laughs> is he indeed dot 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 pick dot, up the yes. book and find out yeah <laughs> um you said it's the it's the 12th book in the Galloway Nelson series it, uh, will they continue I, I mean I know you didn't think that you'd still be writing her this this far on but do, do you see more books by her there will be some more. Yeah, I'm writing book 14 now, actually, which is called The Locked Room, and it takes place in 2020, so she's locked down. <laughs> I right. won't say with Nelson or not, but she's locked down. So there will be some more, but but you're quite right. It's not going to go on forever. There will be an ending, and I can just about see the ending in sight now. Can you? Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Is, is it just taken this this amount of time or these this amount of stories or something? Is that, you know... I think that's right. I mean, I did always think there would be kind of a long story there between Ruth and Nelson. Of course, I didn't at first know that I'd be able to, you know, that I'd be allowed to write it. So I feel very lucky, really, that my publishers had enough faith in me that, you know, been able to write this, this many books about it. But in a way, it's been funny, actually, because writing the lockdown book has made me see clearly. It's almost like I needed that little bit of space. And you know how everything's a bit in limbo during lockdown. And it's been the same for Ruth and Nelson. So I think that has helped me see where it's all going to end. I think that's probably all I should say. Um, yeah, maybe. Yes. Just leave it at that. That's quite a nice tease. Dot, dot, dot. Yeah. Because we, we've we seen and we are hearing of um, authors who have put a little bit of you know, the pandemic and lockdown in their novels, some because they'd started writing them and then it happened and they wanted to set them in, say, 2020, 2021. Um, others just because they're using it as a sort of reason, as a plot point, as a setting. Um, so do you think do you think we're going to see more more of those coming up over the next few months? It's a really interesting thing, isn't it? And I do think personally that if I hadn't been writing a series, I might not have done it. Right. But because I've written a Ruth book every year, really, I mean, that's, that's an amazing thought, isn't it? For the last well, 14 years, I've written a Ruth book every year. So I thought it would have been odd to miss out that year, that pandemic year. Right. And um, of course, if I hadn't, either I, I would have had to write it in 2020 and pretend the pandemic didn't happen, which felt wrong, or I'd have had to set it in the future and who knows what's happening in the future. So <laughs> So I think for me, because it was, you know, I have been doing them chronologically. That's why I did it. But it will be very interesting. And, and you know, just personally writing about the pandemic, of course, it adds a, a, a danger, of course, a terrible danger to everything. But also it is quite challenging because people weren't traveling around. You can't have those chance meetings. So it is quite challenging for a crime writer. Yeah, I imagine it is because, the, you know, it sets... It, it, it sets a new, well, a new set of rules that you have to follow. A, a bit like when you know, technology was advancing to the point where crime writers had to go. Well, you know, they'd have a mobile phone on them, so we have to readjust our plotting. I suppose by setting it in lockdown, it's, it comes with its own challenges. <laughs> it's so interesting, isn't it? Because as you know, I write another series set in the 1950s, 60s, and I'm always quite happy to turn back to those because, you know, no DNA testing, no mobile phones, no, no Googling things. But actually, um, 
the lockdown and the way we all change, you know, us chatting on, on Zoom, it really does feel like we're just chatting. So I've been able to use things like when Ruth is doing her Zoom lectures, there's always one student who's just a little black square because they haven't switched their microphone on. So using those new, you know, I wonder if the person who, something that appears in the background in Zoom is the new 450 from Paddington. I can never remember. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can never remember the actual time of that train, but, but you know, the Agatha Christie novel, I mean, whether that's going to be so i think there are new um advances in in the technology that we can use as crime writers so that's all quite interesting yeah it is i think i've said the title of that book wrong 70 times you know, like 19 minutes past 10 train <laughs> from you know it's like that joke about backing a horse at 10 to 1 and it comes in at half past two. You know, you can never quite get <laughs> Never that. quite I, remember it. No, I'm, I'm really sorry, Agatha Christie. I, 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 I love the book, but can never get the time. We the love time it. Right. We, just, we just don't, you know, we don't need to think of the time. We know what we're talking about yes, when we exactly. say it. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Um, and how did it feel to hear you'd been longlisted for the biggest award in, in crime fiction, especially after the, the year that we've all had? Oh, it was absolutely amazing. I'm so delighted. You know, uh, Thixter's old peculiar crime novel of the year is the uh, award that everyone wants to be longlisted for. And, and you know, it, it is the big award. And I've been coming to, to the festival ever since I had a, a crime novel published. Obviously not last year when none of us could come. But, you know, it's so special to me. And, it, and it's, it's wonderful. You think of all the authors that have been longlisted, shortlisted and have won it. It just feels incredible. So, yeah, amazing. Yeah, it's and you look back over those lists and the winners and everything, and I mean, it is a, a who's who of crime writers, isn't it? And and just some amazing books that have appeared throughout the years. Um, and we couldn't go to Harrogate as you said last year, and I think we all we all missed it, didn't we? And and I'm speaking to all the longlistees, and, and they're all saying the same thing. But what are you most looking forward to? Do you think when we are allowed back there? I really can't wait. I think it is just going to be the moment when when we arrive in Harrogate, there's always that excitement of getting on the train. Obviously, you always see someone on the train that you know, yeah. and just arriving there, and I don't quite know how it's going to work, but I'm imagining it's on the lawn in front of them, just seeing people's faces again. That's just what I'm, that's really what I'm looking forward to, of course, looking forward to, to going to talks and hearing people talk about their books, and but really just seeing people's faces and, and having a glass of Fixed are peculiar. <laughs> yes, indeed. And it's funny you mentioned that going up on the train because it, it, it took a few years for me to realise because I would always get on the train with book in hand ready to sort of just read up to Harrogate and you never touch the book in the end because you you see someone you know and you end up just chatting at it I, I think a few years ago I just sort of thought oh, I don't need the book you know it's I mean? a bit like a Masonic handshake having the book isn't it especially if it's like yes. a, 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 a proof or an early book because you look up and you see somebody else with you think okay I know where you're going so you, yeah we yeah. never open the book but maybe you still need to carry it Joe maybe you still need okay. to have it yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Just have it on. Yeah, just tucked under a bit. Yeah, just under casually tucked under your arm. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Okay. I'll take that advice for this year. <laughs> <laughs> and remember, all of our longlisted books are available to buy from WH Smith. And if you've already read Ellie's book and you know that you want it to be the winner, well, why not head over to Harrogate Theakston Crime Award com, where you can cast your vote. Ellie, what a pleasure. I hope that we can do this in person soon, but thank you so much for, for joining us over Zoom for this. Thank you.